Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again doing another podcast. And uh, this is the weekend after the exaltation of the cross. The Sunday after exaltation. And, you know, as... I was doing uh, another grave blessing and small uh, church prosnik feast day today. And I was just having some thoughts about the future of our churches. And um, this, the, what is our Catholic faith going to look like in our small towns in the next few years? What is our Catholic faith going to look like in all these rural areas of where we live here in Canada? And uh, just a few thoughts of mine. Um, you know, of course, when our Ukrainian settlers came to Canada uh, in the late 19th century, early 20th century, they came uh, to um, you know Western Canada and many other places around the world, uh, escaping the Tsarist government, escaping poverty in Ukraine and persecution a lot of times and this hardships. And they came to Canada uh, and other places in the world to to make a better life, to make a better future for themselves. And their families. And what is the one of the first things that they did uh, when they came to these countries? Well, they built churches. You know, it's it's proven that even before they built their homes, they built churches. They built uh, places of worship where families could come together to pray together for the needs of their families, the needs of their uh, country, the needs of the world. So that was very important for them. Faith was very important to them. They prayed at home together. They prayed before meals. They prayed everywhere they went. So these churches that dot our landscapes around Saskatchewan, are are you know are beautiful they're they're um they're so nice when think of all the the all the hardships that our grandparents great grandparents had when they came to these countries and you know they had very little money had very little resources but yet they used what they had to build these beautiful churches so now you know 80 to 100 years later well a lot of these small churches are being abandoned in the countryside Um, a lot of these churches now have to be closed now have to be taken apart or sold to other people and you know we don't we i'm not trying to blame anyone for what is happening. There's many reasons for what happened in rural Saskatchewan. 
uh, you know, depopulation, people moving away, uh, people getting older, and uh, the Ukrainian population in the rural areas is not necessarily the same as it was in the past. Um, so, you know, people who used to worship in these churches are no more. They're basically in the graves or are, are moved away, far away from where they were raised. Uh, but there's still a few things that we have to realize about this. Um, these churches and these cemeteries that were near these churches still have to be looked after. It's not the priest, it should not be the priest's responsibility to look after these churches that were built. Even though canon law says that, you know, the priest is in charge of all these parishes and they have, they're the final person, you know, that, that has to make sure that things are done. But the people who are left need to get together and not be lazy and, and, and start to, uh, make sure that these buildings, these churches and these cemeteries are kept, kept up the way they should be. You know, this is, think of our grandparents, keep, think of our parents and, and great grandparents and all that they sacrificed for this. And, and why is this current generation just leaving these things to rot? You know, it's, it's a little sad. It's a little sad when you see this, that there's so much, you know, um, not, not, things are not being taken care of the way they should be. And I don't know if it's just a lack of education that people who are left don't know that they're supposed to be kept up. Is a, a this laziness? Is it just, uh, lack of resources, lack of money? But, you know, if this is important for people, if this is important for the people to keep these things up, then it should be done. You know, doesn't matter where they are now, if they're in a different province, in a different city, you know, they still have to take care of their ancestors' uh, place of worship and the, the, the cemetery where their ancestors are buried. This is, this should always be done. You know, so, it's it's something that maybe we in our society need to keep up and and this to we educate the younger people we educate the young people today that churches cannot just be left standing uh you know they have to be taken care of and the same at cemeteries uh they 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 have to be that something has to be done with them. Okay, this is very important to remember. So when we when we worship in these small places, it's beautiful, you know. Um, Jesus can be worshipped anywhere. So we don't have to have huge, humongous churches like uh, mega churches in the cities and large cities in a world with you know there's thousands of people worshiping at once that's that's good there's nothing wrong with that but 
again, these churches that were built in rural Saskatchewan, the Ukrainian Catholic churches, were you know, not built for thousands of people. They were built for maybe a few dozen people, maybe a hundred at most. So uh, most of the churches that, you know, in my area of Saskatchewan where I'm a priest, they are, they were built for, you know, a few families to worship together, for, for a town to worship together, not, you know, for thousands and thousands of people. So, uh, again, we have to remember that we can worship as a small community. You know, we could worship with 10, 20, 30 people. It's okay to do that. But at the same time, in our society, costs are getting more and more to, you know, the cost of, of maintaining a place of worship, to maintaining a church is not cheap anymore. So, you know, uh, maybe our, our ancestors, uh, the people who made these churches, um, you know, things were cheaper to make back then. You know, materials maybe weren't as expensive as they are now. But still, we, we, it, it doesn't, you don't need a hundred people, a hundred families to keep a church going. You need maybe 10, 20 families, 15, you know. You can, you can easily have a church community with 15 families as long as they're all committed as long as they are all committed to helping one another to worship and they are consistent in worshiping. You know, this is a, a problem as well. Like, you know, you might have people in the area, but they are not consistent in praying for one another. They are not consistent in helping each other when things need to be done. So this is, this is an issue that many uh, communities face these days. Even if people are still around, even if people are still um, in the area, they have other priorities. Their priorities are not about the church. Their priorities are not about the cemetery. And uh, this is sad. This is really, really sad to me. So it's important to remember, again, to keep up our church buildings to keep up our church communities it's going to take a little bit of of money yes it's going to take some money but even more than money is going to take uh volunteerism it's going to to take time you know you have to sacrifice your time in order to help uh you know these churches survive now, again, uh, the priest who serves these churches, according to canon law, is in charge of everything, which I think is a little bit silly to me. You know, <laughs> the priest comes and goes, has no history in that area, and he's in charge of everything, which is very silly to me. But, uh, you know, he needs that support of the people around him. He can't do anything if the people around him are not being supportive. He can't do anything if the people around him are not uh, being helpful. 
uh, are not doing their Christian duties, you know. And sure, it gets frustrating for the priests when he continues to tell people what needs to be done, tells people how to do things and things still aren't done. Uh, I don't know how many, how much time does he have to talk over and over and over again about the same things. So yes, uh, I guess my point of today's podcast is, you know, these treasures that we have in our prairies, these beautiful old churches, you know, yeah, there might be a time when, when the time comes when we have to take them down or, or sell them or, or, or you know, uh, it's sad because of our ancestors, uh, all the work they've done to build these churches, the community and stuff. But if nobody is willing to step up to the plate, if the families of those original parishioners are not willing to come and, and help and, and maintain these beautiful churches and the cemeteries, well, yeah, that's when the problems are going to start. And and we need to have people in our areas around the, Canada, maybe it's happening in the U.S., maybe it's happening in, in different places around the world where there's the depopulation and, uh, you know, people are moving to bigger cities, people moving to bigger communities and leaving the farms, leaving the small centers. But still, uh, these churches are symbols of worship and they should be used for worship they should be used for um you know to to pray for one another in our communities uh, and that's that's my point today so uh pray for you know that this transition that we're going through in our society today with this transition of churches closing and parishes amalgamating together you know, it's it's a sad time, but if nobody else is going to do it, if nobody is going to step up and take over, and, and you know, you can't just think that the priest is going to do everything. He can't. He cannot do it. It has to be the local people. It has to be the families of the of the people who built these churches. It has to be their... their uh, a descendants of these uh, of these people who came in the 19 early 1900s to build these churches um, you know uh, these these churches are beautiful uh, to worship in these churches are beautiful to maintain and, and to uh, have celebrations with but they have to be maintained by the people in those areas they have to be maintained by the family members. And this is very important to remember because, again, uh, we don't need many people to maintain a church. We don't need many people to uh, have, uh, you know, services in a church. You have 5, 10, 15, 20 families. That's plenty to have a community. But they have to be dependable. They have to be people who want these churches to be a place to worship and are consistent in worshiping at these churches. So God bless you today. Have a great day.